Standing Room Only. My name is Luis Boat, and with me as always are my fellow six men, Javi Palanya, Mix Peralta, and Juanita Gregorio. Thank you everyone for listening. So a question we got thrown up. Uh, first of all, thank you for all the amazing support we've received so far in our two-day stint. But we'd also like to share our story on how we came up with this. So I'd like to throw this to Juanito. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this started out as uh, season 81, tama ba guys? Tama ba? I think it started out season 81. Uh, individually, these guys, Javi, Migs, Luis, and the two others, si Paul, tsaka si Darrell, every after game, Miss Kiyupi, Miss Ki Ateneo, FEU, magsachat. And then... Say one each, ano tingin mo dun sa game, tapos ganito, comments niya, comments ko, comments niya, comments ko. Eventually, napagod ako na anim yung kausap ko. So, eh, itong mga to, magkakakilala naman eh. ba diba? So, I think, yung pinagsama na namin ngayon, na lahat ng inputs, mas masaya, ano yung tingin ni ganito, ano yung tingin ni ganyan, mas maganda yung naging group chat, mas naging uh, free-flowing yung conversation. Yeah, that's That's how it started. Siyempre, gusto rin namin ng chismis, pero nung marami na naghihingi, sabay-sabay mo na lang pinipin. Alam mo naman, marami tayong chismis na alam. I think it was better that I only feed it to people I can trust. Siyempre, alam mo, minsan pag may alam kang chismis, hindi mo rin matago sa sarili mo eh. Diba? So ngayon, you just feed it to, you just ask people na ano tingin niya sa ganito, ano tingin niya sa ganyan. So, well, we're now here. Right. Uh, again, as fans of the sport and the game, our dedication is to be the podcast for the sixth man, that's the fans, from the fifth stand, meaning virtually or wherever you are, you are still cheering for your team. So now, uh, I think na puto si Javi. Uh, so I'll just throw this back <laughs> at... <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> di ka naman masyadong techie, pero siyempre, Sama talaga yun. Share. Ayan na, babalik na sa Javi. So, as fans of the game, uh, we're celebrating Mamba Week this week, today, even in the States, it's already the Bean, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, his birthday. I'd like to throw this to Javi to give a shout out to the Bean. Mamba. Um, he's been, uh, am I back? Am I back? Yes, sir. You're good. All right. All right. So today we're celebrating, uh, Mamba Day and we all know how big, um, Kobe has been to, to all of us as basketball fans. And it's really, it's really been very depressing, uh, he passed away at such an early age, but he definitely lived a life that was really well um, spread out while he was alive. And he really, uh, really had a, an impact on everybody, on all the lives he touched. He, he touched, if, if you're a basketball fan, I'm sure one way or another, uh, the Mamba touched your life in some, in some way. And uh, in the 20 years that he's been in the NBA, he really put a premium on hard work that uh, there's no other way to go on top but you know just work your ass off and just really play the game the right way don't cheat it and actually one of my favorite quotes na he said i was i've been watching kobe videos all day and he's been saying that the dream is not the trophies not the championships not the awards the dream is the journey and it's it uh after that he said uh, i think he this is what he said in his speech nung uh jersey retirement night niya. he said that if i can make my daughters understand that then maybe i have succeeded as a father and that's what really got to me because if you do really uh impart to your kids that kind of knowledge and 
for all the basketball fans and maybe for people around the world that to apply that in their lives to realize that the dream is really the grind. You know, it's not the end goal, but the dream is, you know, to get there. And that's what really separated Kobe from the rest because he really put the premium in hard work. And we're so blessed to have been touched by someone as solid as the Mamba. Very well said, Javi. Uh, we all fans and haters alike uh, respect Kobe yeah. and <laughs> haters. That's uh, me and Mings before. We respect, <laughs> promise. You respect so you much. You uh, hate this comes out of the respect. But coming back to Kobe is the benchmark he set for the next generation on work ethic, which comes to our episode benchmark. So given that the UAP season was supposed to start in three weeks, we've been touching on the UAP in this podcast. We'd like to go to the team that set the benchmark in that local scene, which is obviously the Manchester United of the UAP, the Ateneo Blue Eagles. I'll throw this to, of course, the true blue in the group, Migs. Is Ateneo really the benchmark in UAP men's basketball? Yeah, you know, Ateneo talaga. If, if there was a UAP season 83, They'd still be, you know, the number one, the team to beat for this season. Um, you know, a lot of the top players really left. Neto Brothers, Isaac Go, Adrian Wong, uh, third league, of course, was, you know, last but not the least. But they've stacked up with the recruits coming in. See Dwight Ramos and his brother Eli coming into the team. Si Kwame was a sophomore last year. We, we keep on forgetting that he was number two's MVP vote, MVP scoring tally. And besides those guys, you're really, you have returning players like Rafi Verano, Jordan Mendoza, and they never really were. They were deep. They were 13, 14 deep last season, and you're just waiting for you know the SJ Belangels, the Tyler Tios, the Gian Mamuyaks to start to just you know get those minutes and, and just shine. William Navarro is there, and then all these other guys. But I guess, wala namang, I mean Ateneos, Ateneo. Because of Coach Tab over the players now, Asamanya, I think you give him any cast of players, he'll make them work hard, he'll make them develop, he'll make them, you know, stars in their own right. And the new, for me, that's the core of the Ateneo uh, program right now. How Coach Tab deals with his players, treats them like children at the same time, treats them like colleagues. Now, you know, he takes care of them all the way, make sure that. Their acads are in are in check. Hindi rin sila nagbubulakbul sa acads ng basketball lang. And you know, all that put together just builds this mentality na like that's the mantra they had. Uh, Bebop, Blue Eagle, Band of Brothers, and kita mo naman yun throughout these the four years ni Coach Tab, four finals appearances and three state championships. As a UP fan, I hated every word in that sentence. The <laughs> joke lang. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Speaking of that, a lot of people say, <laughs> a lot of people say that Tab is the core. That's a very good start. I'd like to tell this to Juanito. Juanito's a coach. If Tab Baldwin is the core, um, if you throw, if you take out Tab from the picture, do you still think that Ateneo is a benchmark? Will they come in as favorites, and why? Well, personally, feeling ko yes. Uh, people tend to forget that these players have been playing together since high school. Three-fourths of the team ng Ateneo, sila at sila yung magkakasama. Terdi, Danietos, Jolo, Aaron Black. Lahat itong mga to from high school. Teammates na itong mga to eh. So it wasn't Tab who was their coach in high school, di ba? pero they were already winning. So I think the system of having that grassroots program is heavy also. So, Tab is a big part. Tab is a big part. Tab is a great coach. Wala naman tayo magiging question doon. Pero also, it's also them being comfortable with each other. Uh, sarap tignan din na, alam mo yun, na sila-sila yung sabay-sabay tumanda. Some some of them even go from grade school. Eh. Diba? Then, you, then, alam mo yun, they have the talent, they have the camaraderie, tapos ngayon magdadagdag ka pa ng players like Kwame, Isaac Go, So ngayon, these players, complementary na yung mga nadadagdag eh. So the system itself 
free flowing eh. Ay, yun actually talaga ang ang for me the the program of Ateneo itself. Uh, yun ang benchmark. Yun ang yun ang ano, tried and tested na, tried and tested. I can agree with that. Um, a good example is Ange Kwame. Um, some good sources told me that when they got Ange, he didn't know how to dunk. He wasn't really refined in basketball, but they knew what they were going to do with him and they made him to what he is in a span of, what, two to three years into probably the most feared center in the UAP now coming into his third year. I think everyone here can agree with that. So speaking of system, uh, Javi, do you think that Um, are there any improvements that Ateneo still can make coming into season 83? Um, obviously, yeah, there will always be um, room for improvement, even for a dynasty, even for a champion team like uh, like Ateneo. But uh, if any, it's going to be just really small, um, small minor adjustments because the program is already set in place. The system is very foolproof. They've been They've been the best team this past decade, and the basis sabi natin ang ateneo ngayon ng gold standard ng college basketball sa Philippines. Imagine they beat the uh, Talk and Text in a tune-up game. I think it was a hundred. That's that's speech a lot already because for for a college team like ateneo to beat a pro team, an established pro team like Talk and Text. Marami ka talagang, uh, you can say, say a lot na talaga about about it. I think um, some minor adjustments na lang siguro that um, that um, they can make. Uh, on the top of my head, actually, wala nga eh. Kasi they're already, from the first man to the 15th guy, everybody's ready to play. You put in anybody, they're ready to play. They're confident. They know their roles. And that's what really been for them this past uh, this past 10 years. Then mo uh ilagay mo si Magdenberg and you put him in a pressure situation. And he's been he's been uh he's been put in such situations already and he has uh, proven that he can deliver. And then that speaks a lot about the culture of Atene, yung next man up na 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 hindi talaga na nakukuha ng ibang teams. Of course, it definitely takes time and it doesn't mean na you have a talent stack roster na it's already gonna translate to wins. It's gonna translate to good things on the court. You really have to take time to build that uh, that culture, that chemistry, that system for you to succeed and that's what Ateneo has been doing. Yeah, I agree with the key words that we came out with Ateneo is uh, community, system and uh, togetherness so ano ba talaga yung magis mix <laughs> joke lang alam mo kento wala sa inyo sikreto kasi dyan grade school pa lang dalagay ng holy water yung mga jesuits sa drinking party yan lalala ba't di nananali yung UST mayroon namang ano Lasal Brothers or job lang ba yun ba't di nananali yung UP kasi wala tayong ay so apart from Ateneo, apart in this uh, podcast, we'd want to talk about the other seven teams also and what they have to do if they want to step up their game. Again, this is the right time to say that we are not a news outlet. <laughs> we are just, <laughs> we are just uh, friends who are giving our insight. So, um, to be fair, we're going to go in the order of the reverse standings from last season. So, just, ano, baka dapat alphabetical pala. <laughs> so, we'll start with NU. So, NU is going to come into season 83 with their, supposedly with Coach Mont- Gold Monteverde from the Bullpups. But recent developments have shown that he has resigned and that a couple of prospects from high school, top NB- NBTC players, have already committed to other schools. So I'll start with Migs. What do you think, in a few phrases, does NU have to do to revamp their program to try and get to that gold standard? Well, my yung juniors program nila. I'm sure they have their set of recruits there. They can always do their own recruiting, like yung nabanggit ni Javi last week. 
or last episode, sorry, about recruiting sa provinces. Maraming, maraming bata dyan na gusto magsumapok sa UAP from Visayas, Mindanao, Upper Luzon, you know. So that's one thing that they can look into. I think they have the funds naman, the backing from yung owners ng NU, the C family. <laughs> but like, I think they have they have a lot of things going on, especially especially building <laughs> building you know the whole system from the ground up. Malaking kawalan yung recruits na inasahan nila from their juniors program. Dave Defonse is out also. Tapos they had to take away his coach Jamai. Tapos yung papasok na coach mo wala din. So kapakapaan din yun. So marami silang kailangan ayusin. But I think as a team na one of the few champion teams over the past decade. It, diba, experience to return to that you know, final four level or that finals level. Same sentiments, Javi. We've got it all for you. Yeah. I'd... No, well, I see Javi. Uh, they have, they, it, oh, it's so secret in, in college, but it's just, it's just that. Funds for that. So it's uh they have the funds for that. So the meaning they have the pedestal that they were standing in in 2015. So uh it's just a matter of uh of internal issues that they have now. First of all, you have, you have to find a coach. And then they can go from then. Speaking of, Juanito, uh, who would you pick to be NU's next coach if you were in their management position? Ako, I would consider bringing back Eric Altamirano. Eh. That would be the best right option. For the most, yeah. first championship was Coach Eric Altamirano. Uh, I don't know naman bakit nila tinanggal. Uh, probably they have their own reasons. Pero talent-wise and system-wise, proven. Kasi napanalo na, nila, napanalo na ni Coach Eric ang NU eh. Uh, so why not give it a second try? Although I know Coach Eric is still very much close with the uh, Shooks to Go uh, program. I think uh, NU can, can check into him. Because he's not technically coaching any team. So, wala nang magiging issue with that. So, Okay, I guess we can move on to UE. So, UE uh, coming in with Jackson Chago, we mentioned in the last episode. So, it's a period where they had a superstar in Race Huerte. A mythical five, a top five PBA draft after the season. So, apart from that, they also have recruits in Josiah Alcantara who came from the junior uh, juniors program of San Beda. Javi, what's the next step for UE coming into season 83? Right now, uh, what uh, UE has to do, especially with a new coach, is to reestablish their identity. Because um, it's been already years since they've um, broken into the Final Four. I think the last Tayata was the Pauli era, and Pauli was able to bring them to the Finals. So now, uh, it's been one issue is they haven't been able to uh, top tier talent. Uh, and if ever they've been able to get uh, top tier talent, they nila not surround the mga the pieces. And with uh, a loyal lieutenant to coach Franz Pomarin, he's in really for a challenge. And then from there, they, they, then that's when they can set their side for again. Any thoughts, Juanito? Uh, they have a few recruits coming in aside from Josiah Alcantara. They have a, um, a player in Orin Katakutan who played in the MPBL. Averaged more than 15 points per game. Coming in for one-year residency in 83, will be playing in 84. Uh, is this the? Or is this a sign that they're moving in the right direction after years and years of revamping the program? Uh, 
Well, first, feeling ko ang strength talaga ng UE, yung mga courtside reporter. No? Si Jaime, ah, tsaka yes. si ano. Bye, yes. <laughs> si Jaime, tsaka si ano. Shout out, I think Jaime's watching. Uh, oh, shout to, out to uh, Jaime. Thank you. Si Migs Gomez. I think, uh, no bias ha, pero I think best, ano, the show lang. Uh, uh, Basketball-wise, they're going to the right direction. I think what they need right now is maturity. Both from the coaching and the, ano, the player standpoint. Uh, mga player nila obviously bata. You know, the, the way these guys play, energetic. You know, yun yung advantage ng bata eh. Laging ganado, laging tumatakbo, laging umaatake. But the, ano, the, the downside to that is that yung decision making nila, minsan erratic. Diba? Atake lang tayo, takbo lang tayo, pressure lang tayo. Pero walang direction yung ano nila. So hopefully Jack Santiago, uh, maano niya yun, makita niya yung strength ng, ng UE, which is press, press, which is energy. And then he he brings them to the right direction. And Jack Santiago is relatively a new head coach. I have not really heard a lot of head coaching jobs from him. Pero proven a five-time championship with with uh, France. So hindi mo rin makikwestion talaga na marunong talaga mag-coach yung tao. So, ang ano na lang yun is mag-jegel, paano na lang mag-jegel yung meron siyang uh, pieces sa system niya. And we've yet to see. Well, we're on the topic of UE. Uh, rest in peace also to Coach Pong Tan who left us uh, early. Uh, Mix, do you have any other thoughts for UE on getting to that gold standard? Dagdag ko lang sa UE. Alala ko dati, watching yung pre-season coverage ng Channel 2 sa UAAP. Yung sa UE, yung interview nila, tawang-tawa ako eh. Kasi 7th floor daw yung basketball court nila. Tapos ang utos ni Coach Derek Kumar. Derek Kumar, natatay, coach na UE. Patay daw yung elevator. Parang cardio na ng boys. Yung pagkakitbabahan yung, ano, yung stairs hanggang 7th floor. Now, throughout the season and the following seasons to come, kita mo sa UE yun eh. They had energy na mag-full court press, pressure, yung over the screens, lahat-lahat throughout, ano, throughout the 40-minute course of a UAP game. And I think that that's one thing that they should keep. Hindi nila tanggalin yung energy nila. And I think it's more of us what Juanito said and si Javi na rin. Refinement na lang of their game. Yung refinement of decision-making skills. And maybe that one guy one race-worthy kind of guy, tsaka another backup na pwedeng asahan pag na-double si race-worthy, ganun. And they'll have that recipe for success. Pero if, if, if it, with regards to athleticism, kuha na nila yun eh. I think that's something na hindi na wala sa UE over the, past, the course of the past three, four years. Hmm. All right. So speaking of uh, Coach Jackson Santiago, perfect the next team is Adamson. So Adamson was already on a rise in between season 79 to 81. Uh, they reached the final four except last year. So my question to you, Juanito, given that compared to their previous seasons, Adamson underperformed last year, how are they looking coming into the next season? Well, parang nakita ko sila going the same. You know, uh, nag-gets ba? Parang it's it's consistent sila and they need they need that one good push going up france is good they have the talent they have a good import pero they still need that one extra push para umangat ulit to to the number 1 the number 2 uh i think they lack a star yun personally for me they need that go to guy valchao ka should should really good uh, potential pero hindi siya naging consistent eh. he can go 28 today 3 tomorrow yeah so they need that they need that uh one good star that that the team can rely on and i think they have a really good chance of uh going 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 for a higher position speaking of superstar mix jerick ahamisi he claimed last year he was going to go for an mvp run pero medyo di nangyari. So, <laughs> please do not sue us for libel. Uh, <laughs> Mix, do you think Jerick Amici will finally have his re-breakout season next year? Parang binanggit ni Juanito tungkol kay Valchao pa. Si, pag si Amici nag-hot, hot talaga. 
Lalo mo, Luis, pinunod natin yun eh. UE Adam, UE, UP Adamson. First game ni Anisi. Tapos parang nag-5 straight threes ba siya. Basta end yung game na halos 30 points siya. First Actually, game yeah. si yun. He's one of those players. Yeah. Scary, scary talaga. And I think, he, uh, for me, I, I, I put his shooting form best sa UAP right now. Grabe lang din talaga yung defense sa kanya as, a, as the number one scoring option ng Adamson. But I guess Adamson as a whole, uh, marami rin silang unlucky games lang last season. Now, their, their two games against UP was just single digits. Na, nag-overtime pa ata yung una. Marami silang ganung tough, tough breaks, tough losses na if they won half of the yung close games na yun, they sila pa sana na sa Final Four over probably FEU or maybe over UST pa nga, probably. Ganun, ganun yung takbo nung season last, itong season 82. So, medyo nahalo din na malas yung Adamson. But I think overall, with the system naman and with the great coach, pwede naman silang bumawi for this for this next coming season. Okay. Javi, for you naman, for Adamson, do you think that si Franz Pumarin was overreacting when he said, I Sorry, uh, pang-group chat pala yun. <laughs> Joke lang. Javi, <laughs> uh, uh, for in one word or phrase, what do you think Adamson has to improve on to get to the Final Four again next year? Um, if I'm going to sum it up in a phrase, siguro, um, it's really consistency in the end game. Because like what uh, Migs pointed out kanina, they've had a lot of um, close games that they lost. And uh, even... Uh, tracing back to two seasons ago when they relinquished their twice-to-beat advantage to UP, uh, it really showed yung kumbaga, Im- immaturity na level. When coach in France kumarin, yung players, they have learned yung, yung posture and um, maturity in the end game because it's one thing To start a game strong, it's another thing to finish a game strong and to seal that. If they're going to be into the final four again this coming season eight. All right. So that's Adamson. Moving on to LaSalle. Um, they're coming in. Well, for me personally, I feel that LaSalle is like the Knicks in the NBA. The league thrives when they're doing well. The league is more fun when they're doing well. So the past two years, it's been a little different not seeing the green wrapped up there in the final four. So my question to Migs is, um, given last year they had three one-and-done players, do you think that this was a mistake? And do you think they will repeat this type of move coming into the next season? Well, yung recruiting style ng Lasal wasn't to look for in-house talent within the Philippines. They really look for people abroad. They found a really good player in you know, Jaime Malonzo. It, it was funny that they were hyping up yung si Meeker yung pre-season. Grabe yung hype to sa kay Meeker tsaka sa yung isa pa, yung si Laput na tayo. But hindi naman sila nakapag-perform throughout the season. I'm, I don't know about their skill or talent kasi hindi mo rin masabi Sobrang stack ng wings ng Lasal for that, for that year. Actually, stack everywhere besides the center. Tapos, si Samuel Tane, I don't think he was ready to face yung a very tall and very big na imports na other schools for that year. At feeling ko yun yung naging recipe for disaster nila. I don't know then about the history ng play Coach Bird. Maybe si Juanito, mas makapag-usapan niya. But I think they did put Kumbaga, they added the right ano, the right ingredients, but it wasn't, it wasn't the right recipe. So, hindi siya naghalo to the right you know, output. Okay, I think uh, one word I'd like to throw for LaSalle is patience. We talked about Ateneo earlier and how they set the benchmark was in making a system. So, my question to Javi is, do you think that LaSalle's current system needs a revamp? And if so, how would you approach it? Um, in some ways, yes. Um, we can compare actually how LaSalle approaches the how they develop their team compared to what UP was doing before. They always try and do 
quick fixes. They always try and look for yung mga superstar uh, yung mga foreign players abroad and they want to bring them here. They're making um, their team go back to yung glory years nila before with France po. Harm to them than good this past few seasons. That uh, experiment with Coach Bird did really pan out so well na Here in the Philippines, the basketball here is really different. That's why a lot of the imports who come here, the uh, foreign athletes that come here, nagugulat sila eh. Kasi sobrang iba talaga yung medyo konting hostility factor pa sa fans. Tapos alam mo nagugulat, parang yung mga players, try mga foreign coaches, di sila sanay na uh, yung the fans are Talaga eh. That's why a lot of these um, play, uh, feel foreign players that come in, na they succumb to the pressure. And that's why yung mga, yung mga talents na ganun, like yan, sila Laput, sila uh, Kurt Lohera, wala. They, they weren't able to uh, strut their wares for Lasal na what they were expected to. What we've been seeing at Ateneo is the benchmark, so kailangan nila gayahin yun. They have to um, approach it like Ateneo na they have to realize that it really takes time. Hindi pwedeng puro quick fix lang. And that's what's okay with UP right now kasi that's what they've been doing. So Lasal has to do the same thing. Right. Add to that lang, Luis. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yung sa Ateneo and Lasal na benchmark, kapag may isang school yan sa dalawa, the rivalry really goes deeper. If one school goes up, yung kabilang school, umahabol agad parati yan. Kailangan talaga may nangyayari. Kasi yung kantsawan within like corporate settings, within alumni groups, kasi magkakabarkada natin yung Lasal, the rival really goes na kapag yung team mo kulela at yung kabilang team champion, ano ka talaga, bugbog sarado ka sa mga sa inuman, sa mga kantsawan. Kaya even as a program, nagmamadali yan, nagmamadali talaga. Sa Ateneo, swerte lang na ang bilis nung return of investment kay Tab. So, yung sa Lasal, baka either bad investment talaga yung kay Coach Bird or baka nag-rush din sila mag-cash out agad. Hindi mo rin masabi. But that's the, really the, the drive of these two, these two schools na kailangan maghabulan sila, play catch up. An internal battle siguro within the league. Alright. Uh, thank you, Migs. Uh, Juanito, new coach for Lasal, Derek Pumarin. Does he still spend Christmas with his brothers? <laughs> Joke lang. Uh, uh, <laughs> is Derek Pumarin the right choice for Lasal? And what's the outlook from a perspective of a coach coming into UAP season 83? I, I see Lasal in the final four. It's that simple. Whether they can make the championship or yet to see. But I see them in the final four. Aljun Melesho, tapos uh, Baltazar, are top talents. Top five for me. Top five talents at Parehas. Pumarin is a proven coach. What he did with the system of uh, St. Uh, what is what is the, the last school he coached uh, proves na magaling talaga si Derek Pumarin. And I've been watching highlights of this new recruit, Michael Phillips, 6'8". Ang comparison nila is Anthony Davis, which actually medyo may, 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 may justice yung comparison. The guy is really long, 6'8", plays 4 and 5. So if they have the ability to make this guy a fil, uh, another film na Ben Embala, and then Lasal is really going for. Adyan pa si Lohera, adyan pa si Tyros Hill. And then they still have the, uh, these guys na batang-bata that no, no, no one really knows. So I really see Lasal in the final four this coming year. Waki Manuel breakout season, no? Waki Manuel. Waki Manuel. I am a big fan of Waki <laughs> Manuel. I am a big fan of Waki Manuel. Malungkot pa nga rin ako na hindi niya sinundan si Jet eh. Malungkot pa rin ako na hindi niya sinundan si Jet. 
Pero ako, fan ako ni Waki Manuel. Uy, you heard it here first. Waki Manuel, most improved player next year. Alright, thank that's SRO. Okay, so going <laughs> to FEU, Javi. Uh, I guess for me, FEU always has a system. They've always proven that being a contender all the time. But ano ba talaga yung kulang to get that championship again? Well, um, on the side of FEU, um, yung team kasi andun eh. Pero they've always uh, somehow had problems with... They're not very deep kasi. Eight players max every game. He doesn't really um, use his bench much. So, what um, happens the the weight of the load always falls on the starters, in my opinion. Ah. So, uh, I think uh, the next level, if ganun talaga yung gusto approach si Coach Olsen, he'll bet. Because like Adamson, marami rin close um, they have to develop their maturity in the end game as well. Um, yung starters, they have to be good examples. The guys on the bench, na kasi in in essence, the bench players they look up to the starters. Eh. So yung starters kailangan perform ng ayos in day out, game in game out. Para when it's time for the bench players to get that time to. to uh, Uh, Migs and Juanita, do you have anything to add for uh, FEU? Well, ako, ako, first off, gusto kong mag-shoutout kay Edric Estacio, one of the FEU juniors legend. No, teammate ko yan sa Quezon City Defenders, pero wag legend ng FEU juniors. Yan ang, yan ang, yan ang maririnig mong pangalan. Eh. And I think he's watching. So, shoutout kay Edric. Um, when it comes to FEU, I just think they're young. No, si... CLJ si is really young and he was already trying to carry the team. Comparing to last season, last season was super close. The, the, the six teams. You cannot really discount that that, that Lasal was, ano, was uh, sorry, FEU was a weak team because the standings were so close. One game, two games lang. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're, they're going the right way with LJ there, with uh, with with uh, Abrientos coming in. So they're going the right way. Um, I think one thing they can improve on is size. They ha- the, the bigs are, aren't matching as well with the other schools. At uh, nananalo sila sa takbuhan, nananalo sila sa outside shooting. But when it comes to inside, medyo dun sila na, na, na dedihado ng, ng onte. Pero, no, Coach, Coach Olsen yan eh. Yung system nila talaga tried and tested yan. Proven yan. And it all boils down kung how the other teams will fare. But I think FU is going the right way. Mix, anything? To add to contradictory that? pa lang sa size. Ano mo yung FU? Meron yan laging ano eh. Yung small big man na laging magaling. Na for, right now, it's si Barclay Abonia. Dati si yung Mark Bringas, Arby Bringas, si Real Cervantes, Ray Marcosi, Mark Isip. Then, ewan ko, hindi ko alam paano nagagawa ng FE yun. Yung mal- maliit na big man, parang sa Oragi type. Nagagawin lahat para sa'yo. But like for FU, remember two seasons ago, they were an Isaac go three-pointer from reaching the finals. So kung hindi lang nakachamba si Isaac, hindi machamba, hindi like, lang clutch si Isaac go ng final. Tamba, narinig namin yun. Joke lang, joke lang. And they just have to continue the trend and maybe just add another piece or two or something something to get them over the hump. So the rumor naman there is 
yung kanilang uh, foreign student athlete na hindi si Pat Chuente. It was supposed to be another one, pero hindi na ayos yung papers in time. That's why they went to the second you know, foreign, foreign student athlete. So if they got their top player last season, we don't really know what could have happened. Diba? So we'll see this season once that guy gets to play. So talagang he's the best player for every for that position. All right. So next team on the list is UP. So since we're all from UP and we'd like to keep our friends, we'll just skip this portion. <laughs> Uh, nothing personal to all the UP friends out there. Again, we are not a news outlet. So, UP, stock talent. Back to back. You're going to have to see the oblation here. Anyways, okay. Uh, let's keep it short na lang si UP para we can do this all day. So, for UP, uh, We'll take everyone take turns. Nalang, uh, what do you think this the uh, program needs to get a championship? Not make the finals, not make the final for us. Let's see what do they need if they want to reach the Ateneo benchmark. Let's start with Benito. Well, I think ano nalang, more of just realizing the roles. Uh, if they if they start realizing the roles, anyan easy way to the championship yan. Talent wise. Sobrang lalim na ng UP. OB, Richie, people forget Noah Webb. Uh, there's still guys coming in like CJ Katapusan, Brix Ramos, the UPIS guys, si Matt Santiago. These are all guys training with the team. So, uh, malalim talaga ang UP. It's all about them realizing this is what I have to do for us to win. And if they all do, Cruise and cruise. It's gonna be a cruise to the championship. Next, I think what what UP has above all the other schools, man, is they have the best player, best local player in the UAP in Kobe Paras. I mean, my argument yan last year with Paras and C30, but this year I think it's pretty much said and done. Nasi si Kurt Kobe yung maasahan natin na the number one guy. So just having that one number one guy already gives you a competitive edge over everyone else. But I think uh, agreeing with Bonito, it's really all about the utilization of players. When you're the bad thing about being super stacked is you have to know who gets the ball at the right moment or what's your role for the team. I mean, but even sa Warriors when KD arrived, hindi naman nagbakaw bakaw si Steph. Steph had to adjust kahit back to back MVP siya. Si Clay, si Draymond, you all have to adjust. Kaya pumasok si KB. So ito, ganun din dapat yung UP. Nung pumasok si Kobe, yun yung inasahan ng fans, inasahan ng community, na mas, mas mabilis sila makapag-adjust. Well, you can't really expect a you know, quick change for everyone. But I think, given that they, they had the heartbreak from season 82, they can use that as a learning lesson for this coming season. Nice. Avi, for UP? Yeah, um, I had to agree with Juanito and Migs. Uh, we've been actually we've been talking about this all the time, no? For yeah, definitely for a team that's super stacked like UP, the talent definitely is there, no question about that. And what Migs pointed out, Kanina, na we have to realize our roles and we maybe follow the mold of how the Golden State Warriors were able to uh, pull off that back-to-back championship run, de right? Na they have they had KD, they had Steph, they had. But these guys knew their roles. These guys um, were able to be humble enough to um, not really dominate, uh, you know. Because if you have so much alpha personalities in a team, definitely these superstars. You can't be superstars in basketball or you're not going to be a marquee name in basketball if the alpha yung personality mo. Eh. So with that alpha, with, with so much alpha personalities on your team, you'll have to... You'll have to um, Learn how to be humble enough to know your role, and that's a big. Uh, have to be able to control their players and to be able to make them realize and to jot down in their heads na ikaw dito ka, ikaw pa, ikaw dito ka. It's just that simple for Yuki. After they do that, it's just gonna be a breeze. 
All right. For me personally, uh, I'd like to use this platform to officially apply as the UP Waterboy. So <laughs> I'd like some tickets, please. There. On a serious note. Nagasay na ako eh. Ano? Kailan naman assistant si Papa Rod? Si Paren? Ox pa siya. Oh, magretire si Papa Rod. Oh, anyways, me personally, I guess a small thing lang I'd like to note for UP is that June Manjo graduated. And with a team stacked with so much talent, the point guard is pivotal. Uh, distributing the ball, making sure that egos are checked. And I hope that the, this concern will be addressed given that Jun Manzi, who personally was my favorite player last year and the year before, uh, is uh, taken care of by the team. So hopefully we still have friends in UP. Uh, <laughs> moving on to UST. So UST... Apparently, my Disneyland sa Sorsogon. <laughs> Nagyok lang ako. Uh, so, uh, UST coming off uh, finals appearance. You know something I like to talk about UST. There was this pattern, if you guys agree, that there's a team that breaks out. For example, Adamson three years ago, they broke out, and then the next year they underperform. They lost to UP in the final four. In that same year, UP broke out. And then the next year, they underperformed, losing to UST. That was last season. And last season, UST was the team that overperformed. So now, is there a trend that next season, UST is going to underperform? I'll start with Migs for this one. Well, we have to see how the whole CJ Cancino thing will affect the team chemistry. Okay, the actual team, that's a big player in the lineup. No? So we don't know how that will affect if it if it will be like a deterrent or if it will be actually motivation pa for the rest of the team. Pero wala namang mawala sa UST in terms of graduating players. The breakout player for the year for me, Silenza Bando, is still there. Rookie of the year, Mark Nonoy. Rookie of the year nga ba siya? Oo, oh, di ba? Yep. Uh, Mark Nonoy. Kung hindi mo siya rookie of the year, siya dapat. Pero, yeah. He's, he's still there. Half more year. I think Chabio is still their foreign student athlete and he's the MVP of the season. Tapos, nandun pa rin naman si Coach Ayo. So, wala namang reasons other than their controversy. I mean, we have to see them if they're allowed to play for this season because they're also under investigation on the ALG. That's a whole different conversation in itself. Binagdagan ng politika eh. Pero, di ba, hindi mo rin masabi. But I think, I think, barring all of the bubble issues aside, wala walang reason for me to see na they'll step down rather than ma-overpower ma- lang sila or ma-overtake sila ng ibang team. But I think the right now, given the situation of things, barring uh, the bubble, sorry, they're still the number two team in the UAAP. Alright. Uh, Javi, do you uh, agree? Any particular sentiments with UST coming into ne- the next season? Yeah, I have to agree with me. Um, barring yung mga internal... Based on the composition of their team. So, um, for them, they should just look at this, um, what they're going through right now as maybe, uh, if not yun nga, a deterrent, they should use it as motivation instead. Kasi ang layo na nang narating nila last season eh. And um, kumbaga nandun na sila. So uh, they just have to give them give themselves a little extra push for them to get over that hump. And maybe, you know, they could surprise us and barge into the finals again. And who knows, baka they might snatch the crown from all the favorites this season. Whatever issues they're having right now and Coach Aldenai is a brilliant, brilliant coach. I, I really am very impressed with the way he runs the team. And um, sana dito to yung mga sismis na narinig natin, no? Pero <laughs> he's coaching style. Really, I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, throwing it to Anita. Speaking of Aldenai, I guess people uh, easily forgot how he won a championship for Letran against a stacked San Beda team following that a championship team with LaSalle. So, being a coach, Juanito, how good really is Aldenayo? Before you give your next sentiments for USD. Just, ano, he knows what he's doing. 
yun ang pinaka-importante. If you're entering a, a job that really need, needs you to be in authority, you you need to know what you're doing. And Alden Ayo know what, knows what he's doing. When he's on the court, alam talaga niya kung ano ang trabaho ng bawat bata, anong kaya mo gawin. And he believes in the talent of the kids. Hindi kanya kukunin pag hindi kanya, pag hindi kanya gusto. So he knows what he's doing. That that that's what that's the reason why he's winning so many championships. He doesn't need the deepest of talents. He just needs the talent na alam niya are winning talents. Going into the team, I think ang pinakamabigat dito is the loss of Subido. They have the main talents, but Subido brought so, the heat. Hindi pala ako <laughs> Masakit pa rin, Brad. Masakit pa rin. Masakit pa rin yung shot na yun. I was there. Renzo, bakit? Renzo, bakit? Gusto kong maiyak. Alam mo yun? Pero ang ganda talaga nung tira eh. The loss of of Renzo is is a loss sa leadership side. Eh. Because he brought the veteran the veteran leadership na sobrang needed ng mga teams. And kitang-kita naman, during the clutch times, you have you have Chabio, the MVP, you have Mark Nono, you have Renzo Banda. Pero who do you go to? you go to Renzo Bido. Kasi ito yung veterano eh. Siya yung, siya yung magkakapal ng muka na I've been through a lot in basketball. I'm gonna hold this ball and I would know what to do. And that shot against UP in the final four proved everything. Right? So I think what for them just to ano, the coaching side is there, the talent is there. Someone just needs to step up to be to be the next leader. No, kasi alam naman natin gaano kabigat ang player leadership sa mga teams and bata pa tong team na to eh. so it's just a question who is stepping up and can he can he lead his co-players to the same the same level they've been to or even more all right so that wraps up the seven schools so i guess uh one thing i want to ask everyone is if the UAP indeed started in three weeks what would have been your top four predictions? One to four. Uh, I'll start. Mine would be uh, Ateneo. Ateneo, UST, UP, Lasal. Have you? Same, actually, you know, uh, in that, uh, in a specific order. But definitely Ateneo. Ateneo at the top, pero the rest of the teams. Uh, labu-labu na yan. Pero definitely those four are my picks to enter the final four. Juanito? Ako, ako. Um, I think I'd say Ateneo 1, UP 2. I'm gonna be different. I think Lasal at 3 and USD at 4. Same teams, pero I just think Lasal really has an edge with the, the Baltazar and the Melesho. Uh, interchangeable lahat yan. Even ako, even I can think UP can go number one, or Lasal can go number one. Pero those four teams, I think, are still the top. Thanks. Ako, I think Lasal can go number two, because iba yung coach Derek Pumarel. He he was he had almost no players. No, he coach UE. No star level players. Pero it was still a scary team. Hindi siya parang coasting team mo. Di ba napapanoorin kasi alam mo mananalo na school mo. So that's that's one thing to say about si Coach Derek Comarin. And nung PCCL, ay PCCL ba yun? Or PBA D-League. Ito's Ateneo versus yung school niya. Si EU, si EU at tayo. Tapos si nanalo, pa sila ng, nanalo pa sila ng one game against Ateneo. So I mean that's that also says a lot about how he runs his ship, di ba? And given all of the things that Lasal has been talking about in terms of recruitment and a tried and tested coach rather than an experimental program, I put Lasal number two. Ateneo definitely number one. Bias or no bias. Pupusta ko tsaka itataga ko sa puso ko yun. Tapos three and four dun ko nito toss up yung UP and you know, UST din. I think the other four, the other four schools they uh, have a lot to prove para lang mas- to break the system position upper four into the into the prediction but we'll never know i mean experiment din yung lasal so pwedeng pumasok yung consistent na FEU tapos UST hindi natin alam yung situation nila internally 
So pwede rin pumasok na potential like an Adamson head coach Franz or the other schools na rin. We don't know how they will develop over this quiet period. All right. So uh, we touched again on the bubble. So I guess uh, important thing that's relatively being emphasized nowadays is the power of choice for the players. So the power of choice to be able to go to a school where you want to play for. But I guess the question uh, I hope that we can address is, do you guys think that players are already thinking about their lives after the UAAP? Migs? I mean, even if they're student athletes, and we always say that the student comes first, I think we know that these players they normally would choose a career in basketball or something in relation to basketball. Because if they spend eight hours in the school, maybe half of that is just playing basketball. So you mean this is the life then of most of these guys? I'm not really talking about um, anything like that. Of course, that's not, that's not the case. But if you're also given with this much talent and you've honed your talent, Throughout these, throughout these formation years of your life, then definitely something basketball related in your career path. Mo. Whether it's a player, a PBA, or the other leagues that are popping up, and PBL, yung three on three, even the ASEAN leagues na pwede ka maglaro. Thirdly, played in Japan, di ba? So hindi rin, hindi, hindi rin close to option yun. So that's something that players can look into coaching. Uh, you know, uh, sports management, even uh, sports na sales. I mean, to say, it's like, ikaw, Luis, you work with Titan, di ba? No names. Ah, gano'n ba? So, yan, yun lang naman yung point ko. Yeah. Alright, Juanito, uh, life after the UAP for star players, your thoughts? Well, um, it's not bad to, to look for something more. You know, uh, Maraming players hindi naman pinagpala when it comes to to uh, mga kayamanan. So if you see an opportunity for offers, diba, that that involves money or or other benefits, who are you to say no? Right? Uh, it's it's thinking more for your family. Kasi mo college ka pala, you're 17, you're 18. And you can already provide for your family. One more thing, this is basketball. And 90% of these guys are aiming for the PBA. 95, probably even 99 are aiming for the PBA. So why, why are you aiming for the PBA? Because the PBA is the best league. You're earning money from, a, from playing basketball. And if you can already do that sa college pa lang, diba? hindi, hindi mo mahihindihan eh. Diba? Because you're, you're already earning. So that's just my take on that. Abs? Yeah, I share the same sentiments with the both of the guys. No, because uh, me being a former player, though, uh, it, it's super to leave the athlete life behind it. And especially if you've been doing it for so long already, ever since you were a kid, and then you're able to play in the big league. It will be in the Philippines sobrang dami ng opportunities the PBA na the PBA you have NBL we're playing in you have um, uh, different careers also in basketball that um, you can go to like what Mix mentioned kanina you can go into sports management you can go into broadcasting there's so much um um things around basketball that uh, these players can go into. It's not just about playing, but definitely I really have to agree with both of them that 90 or maybe 99% of all the players are dreaming of making it to the pros after the UAAP. All right. So for everyone who's watching, this was actually just a peg for us to hopefully get any players who want to join our podcast. <laughs> so um, today's episode was Benchmark. Um, next next week on Sunday, we actually have our first guest. Juanito, can you confirm who are we having next week? Yes, I think we can confirm that I ha- will have two two of my good friends, Jello Vito and Jared Lim. 
Okay, pare, ano yan, UP legends yung mga yan. So, <laughs> not just on the court. <laughs> on and off the court. So, uh, alamat ng CHK and UP <laughs> It will be an honor for us to have them. Yeah, definitely. It will for, further increase um, whatever, uh, do we have star power? Whatever star power we have here. <laughs> All right, so join us next week when we have our third episode entitled Encore, which is, which is about life after the UAAP. So this is Standing Room Only. We're the podcast made for the sixth man from the fifth stand. My name is Luis. Signing off for Javi, Juanito, and Migs. This has been Standing Room Only PH. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>